uh, fellas, if y'all listening to me, not sure if you all figured this out by now. The more and more you argue with a woman, the stronger and stronger she gets. <laughs> women do not back down. I don't know what it is, but it, it definitely ain't they kryptonite trying to argue with them. Welcome everybody to our very first Jam Cast podcast. Hi. Thank you so much for everyone who is listening today. For those that are, that do not know who we are, my name is Marcel and, and I'm Jamila. And if you are not subscribed to our YouTube channel, Jamila and Marcel, please make sure that you subscribe to our channels. And once again, our channel name is Jamila and Marcel. Honey, how are you feeling today? I'm doing well. How was your day today? Today was good. It was fun. We did some shopping. We ate out. Yeah. So that's always good. It was really good. Mm -hmm. Jamila and I have been making more of an assertive effort to get out, especially because the pandemic kind of had us cooped up in the house for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And it was really fun getting out today. Mm -hmm. But today's podcast is all about marriage. We've been married now since 2018. Mm -hmm. We got married in Miami, March 31st, yep. 2018. Beautiful day. Beautiful day. Perfect weather. Perfect weather. It was supposed to rain on our wedding day mm -hmm. and it, the weather wound up holding up. And Jamila and I were inspired from our marriage to have our very first podcast about marriage. And today's topic is what I learned after marriage, going in versus our current state which mm -hmm. is all going to be focused around growth. Because when Jamila and I first got married, looking back, we were really young. 22 years old I was. Jamila was 23. And now... Were we? No, when we first met. I'm I was sorry. about to say. <laughs> look, baby, look. We got married that young? We got married. No. When Jamila and I first met... I was like, wait a met, minute. <laughs> my apologies. When Jamila and I first met, uh, yeah, I was 22. 23. You were 23. Uh, yeah, I was 23. No, I was 24. 24. You had just turned 24. Mm-mm. Duh. <laughs> in October. You had just turned 23. Yeah. I was already 24. I was about to turn 25. Oh, Lord. Right. Like a month or two later. Yeah. 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 But now that we've been dating each other for almost eight years now, mm -hmm. been together for almost eight years now, mm -hmm. and I'm now 30. Honey, you just turned 32. Mm -hmm. So for recording purposes, happy belated birthday. Thanks. And... I feel that we've grown a lot together, especially during our young adult life. Right. And now in our adulthood, I'm really proud of the unit that we've become. We have grown together and we learned so much about ourselves through our marriage, our relationship, and we learned about each other more. Mm -hmm. So in today's podcast, I would like for us to both share three areas of growth, mm -hmm. all centered around what I learned after marriage. Mm -hmm. So honey... What are three things or three topics that you would like to discuss? Before we do that, can I ask you how are you feeling? Like how are you feeling? How was your day? You asked me how are you? How's your day? My day is cool. I felt really good. I was happy to get outside today. The weather was beautiful, mm -hmm. and it I, got cold at the end. It did get cold <laughs> at the end. I was really happy to get out because I know the cold weather is coming up. Oh, and, yeah. You know, I don't really like the winter months. Right. So my three, I Marcel asked us, so this is all Marcel, y'all. He was uh, over the, the making of this first podcast. So he asked me to come up with three main things that I have learned since we got married. And my three include patience, self-reflection, and organization. I like that. So with patience, 
I feel like I have learned, like I've always been patient. And my mom even used to fuss at me about being so patient. Like I'm just, I don't mind waiting in lines. I'm just, I'm just good. But when I got married, it taught me like extreme patience. Like we we are two different people from two different backgrounds, two different mindsets. And when you when you're married to someone and when you love them, you can't just be impatient. You can't just throw in the towel. You can't just give up on them. And I feel like Marcel personally has just taught me, baby, we we gotta we gotta work this out. We gotta be patient with each other and we gotta continue letting the love flow. Right. With self-reflection, um, a lot of times, uh, piggybacking on what I just said, as far as like learning from just us being so different, I feel like most of the times we're raised to think, okay, it's my way. My way of thinking is the only way to think. But being married has taught me that I need to self-reflect on me. Mm-hmm. I am not perfect. I do have things I can work on. I do have things I need to improve upon. I do have things I need to change. Right. Because at the end of the day, it's necessary it's for growth, I feel. And then for organization, oh, my gosh. I, I really just personally love organizing and being organized. But with marriage and, like, having a home and having a husband, I feel like organization is super important. Even though I'm not as organized as I'd like to be, I feel like the marriage has taught me the importance of it. Okay, what are we, what's our, what's our plan for the day? What's our plan for the week? What's our plan for the weekend? What's our plan for YouTube, for the podcast? So, I mean... I've really tapped into my organization skills since being married. Yeah. Uh, I think patience is key, mm-hmm. you know, not only with marriage, but being in a relationship period. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, when you dating, when you're dating someone or you're married to someone it, and they come from a different background, that means they're going to have a different ideology or approach of how they view things. And sometimes those thoughts and ideas can clash, mm-hmm. which it has in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And we've had to come to common grounds and have conversations to say, hey, this is my viewpoint. This is your viewpoint. Where can we meet in the middle? Meet in the middle. But that patience level allows for healthy communication to take place. Because yeah. I feel like without patience... You don't even have that conversation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of times in the early stages, patience is what causes a lot of good relationships to fall and not continue. The lack of patience. Yeah, the lack of patience. Um, when you said, what did you just say? You just said um, meeting in the middle. Do you feel, I don't know, if you, do you feel like we always meet in the middle or do sometimes we have to, I just have to let you do you and yeah. you just, I just had to let you win or yeah. I, you know, you have to let me win. Not all the times are we going to meet in the middle. But that's, that's an expert level of patience when you can say, you know what? I'm just going to let you have this one for today. That's still an, that's still Is it expert. I, I feel, feel like that's what we do most I of the feel time. Like that's an advanced <laughs> level of patience because your patient level is so advanced. That yeah. You say, you know what? I'm not even going to talk to you. I'm not going to bother <laughs> you about this. Go ahead and do your thing. I'm going to do and I'm just going to do mine. I feel like we're just now tapping into that. I feel like early we're not on. In it. <laughs> I feel like for me, like yeah. it, for me, most of the times I like am like, oh, he left a sock there. Let me pick it up. If I leave something <laughs> where Marcel doesn't like, he's like, Jamila, why? Yeah. Uh, yeah. My, my patient struggle <laughs> is if I just clean something. And oh, Jamila, my gosh. Like yesterday. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Jamila, I had just cleaned the kitchen. I had. The stove in particular, I had took the grates off, 
I wiped it down. Deep clean. Deep clean. Look, <laughs> degreaser type cleaning. And then five minutes later, honey come downstairs. Cooks some bacon. I'm hungry. Cooks bacon. Cooks eggs. Splattered everywhere. And honey's <laughs> like, oh, well. Yeah, and, I mean. But not, not in a bad way. But I'm still trying to get to that level to where I understand that. Things are going to, even if you clean them, they're going to get back dirty. Yeah, that's so, what I tried. That's what I had I to be, tell Marcel yesterday. Because it's like, I clean the stove all the time. I clean the countertops all the time. I do a lot of cleaning all the time. But if you come in and you need to cook, life goes on. Yeah, you know, life yeah. can, continues. Right. So that's that patience. Right, right. But, important. Uh, it is important. But your organization... I feel like you're really organized. You're definitely the organizer between the two of us. <laughs> and that's just a special gift that you have mm-hmm. because I'm more of a wing it kind of person mm-hmm. or just try to mentally organize things in my head. But mm-hmm. you literally have schedules on schedules on schedules and, and to do calendars, lists, and calendars, and calendars, calendars and notebooks. That's just going to organize every single thing that you're doing. Yeah. And self-reflection is really key um, because I feel like without self-reflection. Can't grow. You can't. That's exactly what you're about to say. You can't grow. You as an individual and your relationship is not going to be able to grow mm-hmm. because if you're not learning from mistakes or optimizing on things that you're doing great in the marriage or the relationship or even in the friendship, that it's not going to prosper. It's not going to continue growing. And with the with the self-reflection, I just thought about it, too, is like at the end of the day, mm-hmm. if you marry somebody, yeah. If they have an argument, if they bring something to you, it's for valid reasons. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't disagree, I mean, even if you disagree, mm-hmm. you got to self-reflect because at the end of the day, what they're saying matters. Mm-hmm. And what they're saying has some truth to it. Yeah. So you may not agree in the moment, but I feel like a lot of times when, if we disagree in the moment, I think I self-reflect. And I'm like, you know what? Marcel mm-hmm. has a point. Right. I was wrong in that moment. So. Right. Sorry. Now, that's really cool. Huh? I like the three topics that you discussed. Patience, Thanks. self-reflection, and organization. Thank you. I feel like it's essential for any type of relationship, no matter what level it is, yeah. to grow and to prosper. My three that I have on my list is empathy, trust, and responsibility. So, to start with my first one, with empathy, I'm not necessarily even talking about myself. Mm-hmm. I'm mainly talking about you. And I didn't realize before I met you in our relationship how empathetic someone could be. Hmm. I felt like I never experienced that on any level, any friendship, any family friendship. Hmm. I just never seen how selfless and caring someone could be. Hmm. And I think, and I, I think I've had this conversation with you before, but I, that's the thing that attracted me the most to you. Kind of when we first met and I was kind of straddling the fence, should I pursue Jamila, should <laughs> I not? Um, if you're subscribed to our Jamila Marcel channel, you may have heard this story before, but if you're a first-time listener on Jamcast or you're recently subscribed to our channel, I'll go ahead and re-explain this story. But as mentioned earlier and previously, Jamila and I met at Georgia State Grad School, both trying to become teachers. And in attempting to become teachers, we had a one-year program. And in this one-year program, the schedule was really, really tight on when classes were going to be offered. Mm-hmm. And... In the fall term, I had an issue registering for a particular class that's only offered in the fall. So meaning that if I did not take this class in the fall, I would have had to take it the following year, which would delay me, which would delay me in graduating and becoming eventually employed. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't register for the class and I expressed my concern to Jamila and we had a conversation the very next day. Jamila called me and said, hey, Marcel, I called the register's office. This is what they told me. 
this is what you have to do, and it should fix your problem. Hmm. And to me, I'm listening to this story like it didn't happen with me. Right. And when you did that, I was like, dang. I was like, that was very thoughtful for mm-hmm. you to just go out your way because it didn't impact you any way, mm. any way directly. You didn't. You don't benefit from that directly. And I just felt that that was really, really thoughtful of you doing that. And that was the very first time I said, you know what? I'm going to pursue this girl. Hmm. And there was a second story um, that I want to talk about. And this is what happens to deal um, with the time that Jamila and I, you know, I got to talk about, again, the state that Jamila and I were in when we was at Georgia State grad school students, the whole poor college student type story. <laughs> And at the time, I was working at a rec center making $8.79 per hour. I was overworked. Should have been paid more. Mm -hmm. But it is what it is. And every two weeks I got paid, my paycheck may have been like $400. And as a grad school student, that depending on your situation, that could be a lot of money or not a lot. But out of that, I had a $300 car note. I had... A phone bill that at the time I was living with my mom, I helped contribute to the house by paying my brother's phone bill, my phone bill, and her phone bill. And that came up to like $200. So my checks were eaten up by the bills. Mm -hmm. And it was one particular time I was really low on cash. I was stressed out. And Jamila and I, during our dating phase, we had gotten to some level of disagreement. And I was like really upset with you. And I think I had wound up leaving. But on my way out, leaving from your apartment in Atlanta, you had snuck something in my back seat and you told me, don't look at it until I got home. And I had drove all the way home, forgot about it. And I called you or you called me just to let you know I was home or you were checking on me. And you said, go ahead and look at what I put in the back seat and I'll talk with you later. And when I opened it up, it was a card that has some really nice words in there. And inside of it was $60. And for me, that was really touching on, you know, receiving that from you Mm -hmm. because, again, it was empathy. You know, you didn't have to do that, Mm -hmm. but you understood my struggle and the stresses that I was going through Mm -hmm. at that time. Mm -hmm. And you pretty much put gas in my car. I remember I started crying when I was in the car. Oh, yeah, I remember you said Yeah, I started crying because I was at a point where I was very stressed out. And for you to do that for me... And I don't even know if we were like boyfriend, girlfriend. We might have just declared ourselves oh, exclusive. Baby. Oh, Marcel made me wait <laughs> a year or two before we made it official girlfriend, boyfriend. I don't, we need, that needs to be a podcast. In itself. What you think you know about us that you don't really know. That's one exactly. thing. But, but, did, but did that teach you? But have you? do you feel like those situations have made you more empathetic? And if so, does. how? It does because... You know the whole saying that the man of the house is supposed to lead by example, but I feel like there are many things that you do as well that you lead by example, and I feel that you are empathetic in many of your ways. So for me, second nature, you know, it just inspires me to do things or to not necessarily put myself first in many situations. Mm. And I can't, so you feel like it has made you become. Less selfish or less selfish. more selfless. Right. Because when we first met, you used to tell me all the time I was a very selfish person. And <laughs> I I'm think not, you used to admit to it, too. Yeah, I'm not perfect in the empathy area, mm-hmm. but it is something that I strive to be better in. You feel like you've improved. Right. And 
kind of going back to a conversation that you just brought saying how it needs to be a whole podcast separately. <laughs> that brings me to my second point, which is trust. And Jamila and I had this conversation, but we never shared this with Jam Fam or even first time here on the podcast. But when Jamila and I first met, like my trust was broken. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I felt like metaphorically, I was coming from like a very dark place uh-huh. from my previous relationship and all the stuff that I was going through at that time with not getting into, you know, PT school, mm-hmm. PT school, not working out. I was like in a really, really dark place. And you had just lost your dog. And my dog Zeus had just died. Um, the summer that Jamila and I had met, my mm-hmm. uh, I love Zeus. And I feel that through our relationship, through love, our deep friendship, I eventually learned how to trust again. Mm-hmm. And I feel that it wasn't an easy process. And it took over a year for me to even ask you to be to be my girlfriend. Because of trust. You know I what? Did, we yeah. did used to talk about that. And right. now that I think about it, when we used to talk, like when we were just talking on the phone, yeah. we did both of us had those conversations and right. both of us had like really bad previous relationships. Not re- not bad relationships, but like the ending was kinda bad. So And it broke my trust. Yeah. And we used to joke well, with each other all yeah. the time. Because it was like a real common social media saying, is he or she the one or is he or she the distraction? Right. And we used to joke with each other all the time. But like, is that no, are you the one or are you just a distraction? Y'all, the <laughs> day before grad school started, I had a level of intuition. I, I'm not sure if you're very religious, but I felt like God was telling me you're going to meet your wife at grad school mm-hmm. and I prayed about it and I'm not gonna lie to you when I went to grad school and you know the story every single girl that walked into my first class our cohort mm-hmm. I was like I looked at this girl I was like uh-uh that's not my wife that's not my oh, wife oh yeah you told me that recently mm-hmm. I didn't know that that's until like wife. a few months ago and you know it's crazy after the whole class was full I was like nah she maybe ain't she ain't there <laughs> she, she probably in another class and Jamila always late Jamila, Jamila came. Jamila came in the class, and she was the last person in the room. And I, I looked at her. I looked at you, and mm-hmm. I said, "That's my wife." I swear on everything. I said that, and Jamila just walked clean across the room. She sat in the corner, super ducked uh, away off. Away from no everybody. One at me. Nobody talked to me. Like so anti. Very anti. <laughs> and Jamila sat down at the window. I was just staring at her the whole time. And Jamila had turned around and looked at me, and I tried to quickly turn around and uh, look away. And I remember you saying you looked. Yeah, so I was like, "What are you looking at?" <laughs> like, why is this boy staring at me? But that was that was really cool. Yeah. That whole moment there, and um, I'm really happy that that we met. So over time, your trust. Yeah, like I, I I super trust you, you know, and I feel like in a relationship, trust is so securing but it's so vulnerable at the same time because mm-hmm. i feel like trust can be easily broken mm-hmm. but that's why it don't but it takes a lot to build but it, it takes just like that yeah it takes a lot to build up that trust like right. can't when you first start off can i trust this person right. uh when am i gonna see them again are they talking to somebody else right now why right. they not on the phone with me right but over time once that trust is built yeah because even when mm-hmm. we were not in, not even in our exclusive stage, mm-hmm. where we would just still kind of get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Jamila had posted this one picture on Instagram, 
And y'all, she looked <laughs> so good. I was like, damn, like she ain't never looked that good for me yet. Because we, we only had been out like maybe on like one date. Yeah. And it was somebody. Baby, I don't even know if we had been on a date yet. We might not have been nah, on a date cause yet. We, we went on a date like the first time, the, like that next day we talked. You yeah. know, I mean, the next day after our first phone conversation. So we may have been on the date. One date. But, man, Jamila had on this white dress. She looked super pretty. She it was out. black. Was it black? And it was a skirt set. You look good in it. <laughs> Whatever it was. You talk about when I was standing outside and yeah, you felt like I had went out with somebody yeah, else. I was like, damn, like that girl just went out on a date with somebody else. I was like, damn. I was like, okay. It's like, all right. You thought I went out on yeah. a date. Yeah, I was like, okay. I, like, I, guess, I guess we ain't on. I know we not talking about dates. I know. They going out on dates, y'all. I had. Oh, we we gonna say that. We gonna say that. Next podcast, we are gonna learn about incidences uh, that could have destroyed <laughs> Jamila and Marcel. So to make sure that if you want to hear that story, that you all Come go back. ahead and subscribe to Jamcast on whatever yeah. platform that you're listening, listening. to us on, mm-hmm. whether it's on Spotify, Apple, or if you are seeing us the video version of this on Jamila and Marcel YouTube. YouTube Make sure that you all subscribe so you can hear that story on another day. (laughs) But my third and final topic is responsibility. Hmm. And I feel that topic is mainly just being like as a man, Mm -hmm. the responsibility of a man, my role in our household and how I ultimately control the temperature of the house. Mm. How and what I mean by that is you're the thermometer thermometer. Right. (laughs) Exactly. However, I go. It's how we go, mm. how I respond or how I react mm-hmm. to any given circumstance, because we're going to have disagreements. But the way that I respond is going to dictate how the rest of the conversation is going to go. Forward. You know, because when we first got married and when we went to my cousin Morgan's wedding, mm-hmm. Uncle, oh, Ron, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncle Ron was like, made a joke with Alex and we say, from now on, it's just, yes, dear. <laughs> and you hear a lot of men saying that. Mm-hmm. And I was at a younger stage. I was always like, I ain't about to say no yes, dear. Oh, yeah. I'm going to Marcel like, oh, no, ain't no yes, dear. Is either I'm right or I'm wrong. Or I'm going to be right later. I'm going to be right later. (laughs) And and one thing, uh, fellas, if y'all listening to me, not sure if you all figured this out by now. The more and more you argue with a woman, the stronger and stronger she gets. (laughs) Women do not back down. I don't know what it is, but it it definitely ain't they kryptonite trying to argue with them. The more and more you argue with them, the more and more they are going to fight and you are going to, they're going to start throwing low blows that you ain't going to be able to counter. And it's going to be, it's going to be a fight. So don't don't go back and forth with your lady because you're not gonna win that. You're not gonna win it. And it, and here's the crazy thing: even if you do win it, you ain't gonna know because they're not gonna let you know that you're right. They're not gonna let you know that you're right. I come back and I be like, honey, I t- tell the truth. Sometimes do I come back sometimes and like sometimes, say, okay, yes. sometimes yes, but but in the moment <laughs> you ain't winning. Oh no, no, I'm I'm taking L left and right. Top and bottom. No, it be no, it be like back and forth. But I be having to end you, mm-hmm. like on a Mortal Kombat. What they say? Finish him. Finish him. And guess what happened <laughs> when she finished me? Flawless victory. <laughs> Landing no hits. <laughs> she landed all the hits. But ultimately, honey, what I mean by responsibility is mm-hmm. how I need to support you in different times of need. Mm. Mainly focusing around emotional support. If something needs to be done, something needs to be fixed, attended to in the house. I need to learn my responsibility to that as well. And what I'm basically saying is like, 
I had to learn the responsibility of being a man of the house mm -hmm. because growing up as a single parent in a single parent household, shout out to my mom and everything that she did and shout out to my dad for everything he did and contributed to my life as yeah. well. But he wasn't, he wasn't dad, an absentee. Exactly. He was not an absentee. <laughs> so I know that Jam Fam has not met my dad. Um, but my dad is an awesome dude. My mom's an awesome woman. Oh, we can do um, it like a parent. Maybe something. Yeah. One time, make sure y'all subscribe. We can try to get that in. Positive parent exactly. uh, podcast. Exactly. But no matter how much my dad contributed to the house, it's not. it was not the same of having that dad presence inside the in house. In the household. And I felt like because I didn't have that dad example or more or less a man of the house example, it wound up causing us to have a lot of uncomfortable conversations between mm. you and I. Where you would just say, Marcel, this is what you should be taking care of in the house. And these are my responsibilities. So, like what? so I feel that when we first moved in together mm -hmm. in the townhouse, there were a few things or how I would respond in conflict or in oh, con yeah, like yeah. when it would be like some type of confrontational conversation. Mm -hmm. I feel like I was responded more so out of emotion than I should have probably responded more. It's kind of like being the, the, the um, thermometer in the room. And that's just one of them. Um, there are you talking about like, uh, turning on the car in the morning? Yeah. Like turn the car on in the morning. Even when we first dated talking about, you know, the gas pumping the gas conversation. Oh, I feel like I wasn't really as oh my consistent gosh. on that. Oh my gosh. It just reminded me you didn't even like, do I need to say this? Can I tell you? Let me yeah. tell you in your ear. No, go ahead. Marcel didn't even like holding the door. Like, he used to argue. He used to come at me and say, if you get to the door first, Jamila, you can open the door. You don't have to wait for me to open the door. That's what he told me, y'all. Yeah. When we first started dating, yeah, believe it or not, <laughs> the, love, the love you see between us. It was not always that. It was not always that. The respect yeah. we have for each other, the right. love. Well, I mean, we... I can't say the love, but like, I don't know how to explain it, but we weren't who we are today. Correct. We're and not. And we grew into these people. Right. But yeah, like some, like certain stuff that I felt like I know that as a man, this yeah. a guy, even with me being it's in a single, minimum. Yeah, yeah. even with me being in a single parent home, there were things that I felt like, you know, I wouldn't be this way if my dad, if I would have right. had a father figure in the household yeah. telling me um this and you know telling yeah. me to treat my husband this way and right. do this for my you know Dude, stuff like that and i feel like at the end of the day what we've been learning mm -hmm. by being together both of us have been learning responsibilities but responsibilities is also about balance mm. and i feel that a lot of times as a like you really don't have that balance when it's just a single parent house because it's just like one mind like so for example like with me and you if I'm thinking one way and you're thinking the opposite, you may say, you know, Marcel, rethink or reevaluate your thoughts a little same, bit. Same, same for me. Like right. you got you you have two mount but you have two minds to bounce it off of right. and you have two what's that voices of reason. Right. Whereas I mean, but at the end of the day we can't fault no, no, our no. Own. and then you know, some situations it just has to be that way. Like yeah. it's better off single parent household. And not even that sometimes it's not even based off upon like parents separating or just not working out you know mm -hmm. sometimes you have people pass, parents who away. pass away yeah and that's the card that you're forced to play yeah uh, so it's a touchy subject um but, but i enjoy 
the responsibility I've learned. Yeah. Like being with you and kind of how our marriage and relationship has kind of reshaped my mind in the way that I think about things. Yeah. So you feel like you're more empathetic, mm-hmm. trusting, yep. and responsible. Exactly. And I feel like, for me, I feel like the three things, like I said, I feel mm-hmm. like I, I, I'm at like a seven. I'm not at a ten. I feel like I'm at a between a five and a seven. And I feel like, what, we eight years into our relationship. Right. Yeah. Been together for a while. Yeah. Almost ten so, years. Yeah, so... We got we got growth, but we've come growth. we've come very far. Right. We gotta tell yeah, I got we gotta tell you some of the stories, so of, some stories of the things we've we been share. through. So many stories. <laughs> but but um but in closing, everyone, um, everyone has different goals when dating. Some people are looking for companionship. Some people do it for the status. Some people even do it for financial support. And sometimes it might be a combination of all three. Mm-hmm. For Jamila and I. We dated each other in a moment of uncertainty, uncertainty and trust, and other areas that we've listed that we've grown in. Mm-hmm. And due to this level of uncertainty, it took us many years to gain trust, which led to all items discussed in today's podcast. It was not an easy process. Despite how perfect we may present ourselves on YouTube or on Instagram, we had many growing pains, growing pains that we used as an opportunity to grow instead of shrinking our relationship and characteristically as an individual. Relationships are designed to be mutualistic where both individuals are benefiting. Mm. The main benefit, ultimately, in my opinion, is finding the best friend who you can also call your soulmate. You my soulmate, honey. I'm your soulmate. Yeah. You my soulmate. But I, can, I don't think I can live without you, baby. You don't think? You know what? I'm sorry for using the word thing, but I cannot live without you. <laughs> I swear I can't. I cannot. I don't live think you. I. I don't think I can do it. I cannot live. Oh, I like that as a thumbnail. But your arm, I like that arm back around me like that. You know, I like that. But do you have any closing remarks, honey? Yes. Um. Thank you all so much for listening to us. This was very cool, honey. I like how you wanted us to start with the like the foundation of our marriage and what we've learned so far. It's cool to like think back and you know. When I when you gave me this the assignment <laughs> when you gave me <laughs> did I understand the assignment? You understood the assignment. <laughs> and I appreciate you for your three topics because your topics are really they're vital for a relationship. Yeah, but when you gave when you told me okay think of three things that you learned about marriage I was like wow mm-hmm. and so I had to take a little moment and I'm like what did I what have I learned and it was really yeah. cool to just think back. Um, and just see how much mm-hmm. we've grown. So I'm excited for what this podcast has uh, in store uh, for our listeners. We're so happy that you guys have chosen to listen to us today. And um, when it comes to marriage, it's a beautiful thing. Yes, it is. But it's a lot of, I mean, is it a lot of work? I don't know if I like when people are like, marriage is a lot of work. It's not. Marriage? A, it's not a lot of work. But this is what it is a lot of. It's a lot of patience. It's a lot of self-reflection. It's a lot of organization. It's a lot of empathy. It's mm-hmm. a lot of trust. And it's a lot of responsibility. So if you want to consider all of that a lot of work, then then yeah, it could be a lot of work. But I feel like at the end of Ooh, the day, Oh, especially if you're working for what you want. Yeah. I, yeah, when you said that, that made me think, like, especially for people. Like some people are so stuck in their ways. I don't know if you can mm-hmm. I don't know relationships, friendships, and sometimes, you know, I 
we almost made this whole podcast about marriage and all things marriage, but yeah. everybody's not marriage. A lot of stuff we talk about, even today, mm-hmm. you can you can do the same exercise in friendships right. with your family. Like all of this stuff is important. So yeah. um, that kind of brings me to my next point. Okay. So as we close this thing out, once again, I would like to thank them too uh-huh. um, for listening to us. Um, before we leave today, Jamila and I do have a quick homework assignment. Because we're teachers. Yeah, because, right. We're going to bring our teachers out. So, we are teachers. And here is your homework assignment. (laughs) And it's due in two weeks because that's when we're going to release our next podcast. Two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. So, you got two weeks to get this assignment done. So, first assignment. Please subscribe to Jamcast. (laughs) Second assignment. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Once again, our YouTube channel is Jamila and Marcel. J-A-M-I-L-A-H. And... M-A-R-C-E-L. Do you have a cadence to how you spell your name? Like, people ask you how to spell your name. You always say M-A-R-C-E-L. Is that how you say no, it? No, you be like M-A-R-C-E-L, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. And I'd be like J-A-M-I-L-A-H. Got to break it down. <laughs> and second homework assignment that I want you all to just mentally think about, or just write down. If you're strongly considering marriage with the individual that you're currently dating or in your current marriage, mm-hmm. I just want you to do the same thing that Jamila and I did list three topics of areas of growth or if even if you're not in a relationship and you're aspiring to be in one what are three areas of growth that you would like to see yourself complete before you get into the relationship and i want you to just write those three things down and don't be afraid to have that conversation with your significant other Hmm. because there's so many things that jamil and i talk about on a daily basis that i feel that keeps driving the engine of our marriage. Guess what I just thought about? What? Just last week, we had a... No, two weeks ago, we had our family meeting at the beginning of October. Right. And we did this... We did an exercise like this where yeah. we, we wrote down things that we feel like we're good at and yeah. or things that we... And things that we want to see right. from for ourselves and mm-hmm. from each other. Right. Areas now, of improvement. Now, mind you, one area that we didn't list as growth was communication because... <laughs> That has always been a strength of both Jamila and I. Strength? Strength. Okay. Yeah, Jamila and I, we love talking. Mm-hmm. I, I probably love talking more than Jamila. Marcel loves we can't to talk. Tell about this podcast, but Marcel loves to I talk. Love to talk. Jamila, and yeah. you, and you want to know something? Well, Remember what I said? <laughs> I love that you're a talker because that's one of the reasons why I wanted to date Marcel. Yeah. Because look at me, got you. Uh, <laughs> but that's one of the reasons why I wanted to date Marcel, y'all, because I'm. Am I a talker? I'm not really not that really, much of a talker. You're, not really a talker. you're you're straight to the point. I'm a listener. I love yeah. listening, mm-hmm. but talking, ooh, child. Yeah. But yeah, I that's one thing I liked about you, honey. Yeah. So communication might be on your list. Mm-hmm. So just because we didn't list it, don't be afraid to think about it. Mm-hmm. But other than that, we will be back in two weeks. Yeah. Jamcast will be right back at y'all in two weeks. We hope that you've enjoyed. We thank you all for listening. If you made it, especially if you made it all the way to the end. Yes. So this is Jamila and Marcel, this and is, thanks for. Oh, let's do. Ooh, what ooh. you want to do? Say be like. Well, um, I was gonna be like, this is Jamila, and this is Marcel, and, and we are Jamcast. Thanks for listening to our very first podcast, y'all. Jamcast. Peace. Peace. Oh, sorry. It's okay. <laughs>